This is Dr. Jonathan Hansen. I'm the president of World Ministries International, as well as Eagle Saving Nations. And I want to welcome you to the Warning Program. Wherever you're watching or listening, welcome. In the studio today, I have Fred Christian. And we're going to do a, a program today on, if we want to say, a humanitarian program. Special interest. Now, again, look at my website, worldministries.org, worldministries.org. Especially check out Eagle Saving Nations and join it today. We are in trouble in America, and I believe Hamas, Hezbollah, other terrorist personnel have infiltrated. They've been doing it for a long time, especially now. And we need to have another great awakening. We need a national revival, which is repentance. Fred, welcome to the Warning Program. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Well, Fred, I know that you've uh, been coming to our staff services now for quite a long time. Mm -hmm. And I, I met you years ago, and you were married to Mary. Yes. And I did her memorial for you some months ago. Mm -hmm. But uh, we're going to discuss a little bit about that, but also... Uh, Let's discuss a little bit about you. Uh, when did you come to become a Christian? When did that happen? Well, I was blessed to have be interested in Christ from an early age. I probably I I have a little, little memories and pictures of going to church when I was going to church when I was in Sunday school in first and second and third grade, and and I kind of look back to this image I have in my mind of in a in front of the TV and seeing a pastor do an altar call and i i don't know if that was when i if that was a conversion event for me but i but that's something that's in my mind it could have been and then over the years i it could have also been a progression as i aged of understanding but i i had a sense of of really believing in jesus from a real young age and and holding on to that and and going through the things of what it means to me like there's times of is there really a god and then i got away from that to is there to you know is is there really is it really just salvation is of christ or you know do i have to do something more and but then but just kept growing into it okay well uh, faith grows or, or if we want to say our sanctification period the disciples certainly weren't apostles at the beginning uh, they doubted everything jesus said in the boat they certainly did not have strong faith they were worried they were concerned they were finally waking christ up mm -hmm. because he had total trust in god total right. trust in the father right uh he had reached what we call uh if we want to use the word uh, uh tabernacle christian which is a complete resting in god mm -hmm. and uh the disciples did not right and nobody is born that way we all go through this journey of maturing growing in the lord mm -hmm. now when did you meet mary i met mary and uh when i was a little bit after i moved to seattle so Grew up in Alaska, came to Seattle as I was going to college, and I had just graduated from college, and I was working 
at Renton First Baptist. Wow. Uh, I was in the information booth, and we had a joke that we would tell people saying, you know, I, I was at the information booth, and she came there, is there any single guys here? And I said, here I am. <laughs> so, <laughs> we, we, we did meet at the information booth and talked there, and that's how we started I invited I invited her to a church picnic, and that was a that was a start. That was a start. Wow! How many years were you married before she went on to be with the Lord? Mm-hmm. Uh, Twenty nine. Twenty nine years. Okay, and and I don't think we've touched on this yet. But what do you do? What is your job description? Uh, I'm a programmer uh, doing data analytics, data taking for websites that to make sure that the data that is, is being captured and categorized for internet marketing for internet and for measuring the the function of the website good the and more broadly just website programming and dev lead wonderful now mary mary i know was a natural evangelist mm-hmm. And like I shared at the memorial, I mean, she just was a natural at it. She found it very easy. Uh, that was her life to share her faith. Right. Tell us a little about a little bit about that. Yeah, she was. She tells the story. She told the story many times of she came to the U.S. and she got married in Korea and came to the U.S. and they she couldn't see churches she she was she was wondering where to go to church she couldn't see any and then she went into a drugstore and asked the she found a korean in a drugstore and asked where's where can i go to church and and she, there's one right down the street and then that, then once that blinder was open so to speak she saw churches everywhere wow so she started she started going to church as soon as she started going to church she started inviting people to church so it's like it it hit her then she didn't she described it that she didn't know Christ yet but she just it was a it was part of her it was part of what made her who she was is God made her to want to help people she originally wanted to help people as a scientist or as a doctor and then when she started going to church she, this was that was more true to her so she wanted to help people with that wow and the real evan- the real heart for evangelism was her one of her babies died and it made the reality of heaven and hell more real to her and and after she recovered from that mourning period she just she was full time in her mind she did other things at, at times but in her mind she's a full time evangelist that that was like a turning point for her wow so how many years was she, uh, in your own words, like a full-time evangelist where she would go out on the streets and preach or mm-hmm. in malls? How many years? Probably, so, we were married 29. She started roughly eight years before that. So, 37 years. Wow. <laughs> or maybe 40. So, know. she was doing that before you ever knew her. Right. So, how, how are you at this? Where Did you feel natural about it? Not in the go out. I wanted to go out with her, so she. That's one of the things that attracted it to each other. Is, sure, is her. <laughs> this gets to the hard part. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Again, this is fairly recent. 
since he lost his wife. The her passion for evangelism was was what was special to me and probably how we got together is just me being open to that and if as anybody that's been in evangelism especially street evangelism will know that it's not a popular occupation a lot of a lot of persecution and and so people the the rare people that are open to that we we connected yeah a lot of people are feel uncomfortable going out on the streets or in the malls and witnessing they feel uncomfortable right and some of it's just due to their own uh, let's say lack of relationship with god uh, their lack of passion their lack of love and so uh, if you're not really spending time where you're comfortable with god then you can't be comfortable sharing about god right but as i shared at the memorial Mary was a natural. She was just a natural. And she shared her faith everywhere she went. How long ago did she die? May 15th. Okay. May 15th, and today is October October 13th. Mm-hmm. So May, June, July, August, September, five months ago. Mm-hmm. So you can see, ladies and gentlemen, this is fairly recent. It's fairly recent. And uh, that's why Fred struggled a little bit with communicating a moment ago. I know, Fred, I have lost a wife. As a pastor, I've buried a lot of people, buried even a father, buried a a mother, buried a, a brother. But nothing compared to burying a wife. Right. That was a different type of pain. And grief. How did you experience? It was a experience of after the shock. Even though I knew the possibility was so high five years earlier because of cancer, and you know, and going through the prayer and everything, but. You know, having dealt with it in some ways, and then she went through a year of just the last year was really hard from the pain that she was going through. So even if, even with that preparation, in some ways, it's just the a real sense of a immediate separation. So had a real sense of that the gut in the Bible says the two will become one flesh and that separates. Yeah. I tell people this way. Now, as I said, I was a pastor, am a pastor still. And, uh, although I'm leading as a pastor, world ministries, international Eagle saving nations, yet I've buried people all over the world, pastored Mm -hmm. five churches, buried a lot of people. But I'll tell you, I never understood what it was like to bury a spouse, that type of grief or pain, until I lost my spouse. As you said, the two become one in every way. That's what the Bible says, the two become one. And I share it this way, Fred. You can cut off, I can cut off your arm. Right. You still have all the faith in the world, but you've got to stop the bleeding or you'll die. Right. Right. 
And so there's got to be a healing process. And the same way if you lose a spouse, there has to be a healing process. Yeah. You still have all the faith in the world, but there still has to be a healing process because you are in a human mm-hmm. form and the two became one. So emotionally in every other way, you're hurting. Right. And there's got to be that healing process that goes on. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I wasn't even going to do this program until today, but there's people possibly out there that are listening right now or watching and you've lost your spouse. Maybe you've even lost your spouse today. I will say, even though you wish your spouse did not die, that's normal. You know, people would say funny things to me. Now, some people, it might be okay, but to me, I didn't like it. I was believing for a miracle. Mm-hmm. And so they would say, she's in a better place. I did not want to hear that. Right. I didn't know. I did not want her in a better place. I wanted her with me right now. Mm-hmm. Now, today, it's been many years. Yes, she's in a better place. I can rejoice. She wouldn't want to come back. But at the moment, Fred, I didn't want to hear it. Right. I didn't want to hear it. And that's why you, you noticed that when I talked to you, I said, I understand. I understand the pain. Right. I'm praying for you. I never said she's in a better place. Right. Ladies and gentlemen, again, this can help all of us. You got to be careful when you're talking to someone that lost a spouse. Some people, maybe they were so prepared. Maybe that doesn't pain them as much. But for me, I did not want to hear it. I believed in miracles. I saw miracles. I've seen every type of miracle. And I was praying for a miracle. So I wanted her, you know, the Bible says death is an enemy. It's an enemy. Yes. It separates us from those we love. Death is an enemy. Mm -hmm. And so we need to understand that. So we have to be careful how we talk to somebody that's lost a spouse, especially if they just lost it. All I say now is, you know, I'm sorry, I'm praying for you. Mm-hmm. I Sometimes I say, you know, I've lost my wife too. I understand right. the pain. And now I can say from experience and I can tell them and they, I don't offend them, you know. I can say, you know, I know your pain. I can just say it will become better. Right. And they are encouraged and comforted by that. It will become better. Because, in, you know, I know. And they know I know what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. I've gone through those waters. Right. And so if you're here and you just lost a spouse, don't think that you're you're, um, in any way abnormal. You are very normal to feel torn apart. You're normal not to be happy. I wanted my wife to live. I wanted a miracle at at the same time. Time I had all the faith in the world. And so uh, your faith is still there. Just be encouraged. Time will take away the pain. Mm-hmm. Time slowly brings healing. But you had become one, like the Bible said, the two shall be one, and so you need healing. Mm-hmm. Would you describe that? Is that correct, Fred? Yeah, that's what I experienced, and and that's you're talking about people, and you know, I I 
I I knew what to I kind of knew so so much in some ways what to expect because people knowing that people wouldn't know how to react, but it was more comforting people that it, it's like. I didn't need to be comforted at the moment. I needed to cry, and so it's exactly. like exactly just go home and be alone, or go or someone that just let me be who I was instead of expecting me to be what they thought a you mourner should be. should be. You know, it's a the experiences are the same, and the experiences are different. It's it's like we all just let the person mourn in the way they need to, and and the. And the encouragement comes, but it's like it's almost like the the encouragement helped me the most was the ones I would start to give myself, and someone chimed, just added with it, just agreed with it. Amen, amen. So, death is an enemy, and when somebody loses a spouse, we need to be sensitive. I can say again, as a pastor, uh, I never understood that type of pain and grief they went through until I personally lost my own spouse. Mm -hmm. And I don't think you can understand it until you lose your own spouse. It's like, let's say, um, uh, a police officer. You don't know what a police officer really goes through uh, in his mind, his family's mind, until you become a police officer. Or, let's say, walking on the moon. Now, whether that really happened or not, now that's another question. But if it happened, you won't know how it felt like walking on the moon unless you walk on the moon. Right. You, you know what I'm saying, Fred? Yeah. There's a whole controversy whether somebody walked on the moon or not or it was staged. There's so much right now corruption being exposed in the government, mm -hmm. in NASA, all over the place. Um, but... Some things you don't know fully until you experience them. Mm -hmm. And in that, I'd say that an experience that I have was lucky enough to be able to embrace is the comfort of Christ. The Pretty soon afterwards, I read a verse of... Uh, I, re I put... Two verses together that I hadn't necessarily put together before, the two sections of the Bible. In Ephesians five, it talks about it. It talks about the love between husband and wife, and it also talks about that that's an analogy of Christ with the church. You know, Christ loves the church so much and cares for the church, and that's the the joining. And then. Something about that verse, and then combined with in in John, it talks about Jesus is in us, and we're in Jesus, and and we are in God, and God is in us, and every it kind of like it's saying everyone's together. So that was like a comfort because of I'm still together with the whole body of Christ, and it. So I'm still together with my wife, but it, but it. I, I understood it in the in this context. I'm together with the whole body of Christ. My wife's in the body of Christ. I'm still together with her, and and God, and we are the bride of Christ. So we're that we're together in that relationship still, and and that's been a comfort for me. Amen. There's a reason for the church or the body of Christ. Uh, people need one another. We're not meant 
to be a hermit. The, the hermit is not normal. We are not meant to be a hermit. Uh, we are social people. Uh, God created us this way because God is social. God wanted a family, and we are part of his family. And, and so that's important, the body of Christ. And uh, knowing your place as the body of Christ, like you said, uh, knowing how to be sensitive and, and when uh, you need to be alone, they need to be sensitive to that. And, you know, I wanted to be alone, too. And, and uh, you need to be alone. You need to heal. But then also, there's a time to be with family. Right. Blood family, the body of Christ. All of that is there. And so, uh, to understand grief, you can be sensitive on how to help those that are suffering in this area. Fred? Yes, and it helps be sensitive with them, and in any loss you have, you can know that God is there. And I know my wife's in heaven. I, it, it, like the pastor said, it not, it's not necessarily always a comfort, but ultimately that is a comfort. And and it was to me, and just knowing that eternity is going to be a lot longer than Earth. Amen. And like I said, the 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 pain left, and uh, yes, we do know that our loved ones are in heaven, and that is a comfort, especially now. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's even a comfort then. Only you might not want to hear statements like she's in a better place if you're praying for a miracle. Right. But obviously, it is a comfort. You know what heaven is like. And and I've seen people brought back from the dead, and they never want to come back. Right. And so, you know, I, I've lost a child a long time ago. He would never want to come back. And so, I mean, we know those things. But we just, you know, to be sensitive on what to say to people when they are going through pain, especially immediate death, especially of a spouse. This is just good to know. And uh, it's not, again, that they've lost their faith. It's that they are going through a time in their life that they need healing. Right. And that's so important. Fred? And I've... I. Uh was and again fortunate i got the lord really took care of me he gave me a time to go and be with family he gave me a driving trip which which is a relaxing thing for me uh, uh, just a way to to get out and get away from the the hectic life you know, if driving is if driving in a cross country is not hectic for you then it's then it's relaxing <laughs> but so that that's what it was for me it was a relaxing trip and and a time to be alone and reflect and and then to be with family and kind of kind of see who my family is and and have and build the connections and and now it's a lot of uh, in some ways now it's a lot of going through of uh who am i now and I'm starting to get a. I'm starting to feel it more, but it, but it, but it's been a, another step that I've been going through. Is what am I? I was mar- I was married. What am I? <laughs> I'm not a. I'm not this union anymore that I had. A, what am I? And 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 the, um, 
unrelated to this, but in a different time, I, w- I was asking the Lord, okay, what am, what will I be doing, Jesus? And he, and I felt like he's saying, well, I can tell, tell you, but you're not ready. <laughs> <laughs> so, as we are saying, you know, a person goes through mourning in their own speed and there's times you got it. You can encourage them to st- take steps forward, maybe. But, but God knows I'm not ready, so He's waiting. If God can wait, <laughs> it's a, it's amen. A good thing for amen. Once again, I never lost my faith. Believe me, I wanted a miracle, but I knew she was with the Lord, and uh, that is comforting. Only at that moment, I did not need people to tell me that. I had not lost my faith. I knew where she was. And and I've told people over and over, when you lose your spouse or your child, they don't want to come back. They don't want to come back. And I've, I've heard the testimonies when they come back and they even say, hey, why pray for me? I was happy. Mm-hmm. They don't want to come back. <laughs> and so they're complete. Now, we're not complete on earth, but they are. Right. <laughs> and so we've got to understand that. But I'm just saying, at the same time, there is... A grieving period, and it's normal. It's normal. And uh, you are normal to go through a grieving period because death is an enemy. Uh, Closing comments, Fred? I have a sense of, um, I I think of how, now I have the honor of being her, being her memory bearer. Yeah, I know she's, in honoring her life of her life as an evangelist so i have the honor of being that having that uh unique perspective the unique ability to share what my life was with her and now what my life will be and and instead of instead of being uh, i get comforted by not i feel like if i held on too long to a thing that like I'm cleaning out my house so there's there's things I'm keeping definitely but there's other things that are just needing to be cleaned up and given away or taken to goodwill and stuff like that and it's like if I had to hold on to everything it would be over, it would be too much and it's, I don't need this object to remember by I, her memories in me and I can I can start letting God rebuild me I don't I can that's that's really what I look it's like a look forward to is what is God going to rebuild me into? And I find the most comfort in that and letting that happen. You've been listening to The Warning Program, Dr. Jonathan Hansen and my guest, Fred Christian today. We've been talking about losing a spouse and he lost his spouse. I have lost my spouse. There was a healing time. I poured myself into the kingdom of God. Fred is now pouring himself into the kingdom of God. God brought another spouse for me. So we don't know your total future, Fred. Right. But as you just commit yourself to the Lord, he makes all things beautiful. Amen. And there's victory ahead. My phone number 360-629-5248. You can telephone, give us your very best donation. We need your love offerings to continue to sound the alarm. Radio and television. My website, worldministries.org, worldministries.org. That's worldministries.org. 
org. Join Eagle Saving Nations today. We've got to have another great awakening. God bless you.